goals all season, but he could get a big one right here. Russell. to Royal Blue FC. My name is Eric. Um, that's all you need to know about me. And on the other side, we have the the famous, the not forgotten, but many times missed, uh, Big D Devin. How are you, Devin? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm. I think this is the first time you've asked me how I'm doing on this podcast. You've changed. It You're probably changed is. Is that what a second yeah. kid does to you? Yeah, that's what it does for sure. I, empathy builds empathy. Yeah, sure. Sure. Okay. Well, great. Great. Well, glad to have you on. We are missing Carson tonight. He, uh, like, you know, like so many of us, f- forgot his power cord in his office. You know, darn, 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 darn. He will be missed, though. We love him long, Tim. Uh, we hope him the best. We wish him the best. Um, but We hope show, him the best? We hope, I hope him the best. You know what I mean? You ever hope yeah. someone the best? No. Okay, well, we'll move on. Well, it's been a long time, guys, and, and sorry. Actually, what ended up happening is we got busy. Um, we had someone uh, be really mean to us on Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and that really hurt us, and we decided to just quit after. I'm just kidding. Um, but <laughs> we are back. Life my life. Life my life. We're, we're back, and we're, and we're worse than ever. So we're not going to talk about any real soccer news that's going on. We're just going to kind of skip that and move into... Uh, Real Salt Lake, we won a game. Those of you who are listening to this, obviously been keeping up with what's been happening with Real Salt Lake, but it's been a while since we were on, and it's been a hard stretch. Um, our goal differential has suffered, uh, <laughs> to say the least, but it feels like it feels like we're getting somewhere. Not that we helped the goal differential with this last game, a 1-0 win over uh, Minnesota United FC. Or the loons, as Devin likes to call them. You know what I mean? He just likes making up words and stuff or whatever they're called. I mean, that is what they call them. <clears throat> Fake news. Fake news. Fake uh, <laughs> but yeah, so so we get the win 1-0 on Saturday night uh, in front of uh, not a sold-out stadium, but we'll just call it a sold-out stadium anyway to make it sound better. In, in front of a sold-out crowd there at Rio Tinto um, on a goal from... Urim of Sissian, and I'll tell you what, we'll get to that goal, but whoa, no one does it better than Urim of Sissian for one, from one yard out. You know what I mean? No yeah. one does it better. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, we'll, we'll move on. We'll, we'll start from the beginning. So let's, let's talk about the lineup real quick. A lot of people were making a big deal about this game because this was the one of the most complete 18 that we've had all season as far mm-hmm. as having availability so we've had a lot of people out on injury and even saying that we're missing Rusnak right now he's out um playing with for his country um in confederation cup am i correct confederation cup or he's playing u20s what is he doing confederation cup uh, he's playing soccer he's <laughs> so 
<laughs> we hope. <laughs> he's actually he, out with he's his tennis team, his right country's now. tennis team. He's just little known fact, he's a great tennis player. And so he's out just doing that. Anyway, he he's gone. So I mean, we still don't have a complete squad. But do you think that makes a difference if if Rusnak is here? Savarino obviously played that number 10 role. Underneath Silva, Savarino I've does he know. replace Plata? Does he replace Lennon? Does Lennon come off the bench? I, that's the hard part is now that you have all of these healthy choices available, again, you're saying this is a tough decision, but at the same time you're saying it shouldn't be because a lot of these people that were playing backup weren't playing very well. Right. And so the decision shouldn't be that hard, but you watch that game and you say, well, Savarino played really, really well in that position. Yes, he uh, did. Lennon played well. Um, Plata played well, played well. Bofo played well when he came on. Plata played and better so than he has. I will yeah, accept that's that. Probably a good, that's probably a good assessment. <laughs> and so you start thinking, well, where, where, obviously you want Rusnak on the field, and you start then thinking, like, how is this all going to shift and work? But, you know, in these situations, it's good to at least see that, you know, if needed, that's that's a position that Savarino can slide into, and he can play very, very well. Right. And so you don't have to worry as much with, you know, injuries or international call-ups, whatever it may be. Because he will be called up. He will continue to be called up. I think he's, mm-hmm. he's, I don't know. I, I'm very glad he's on our team. And actually, at one point, when things were going really south, 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 when things were going south, um, I was thinking to myself, like, what what does Savarino and Rusnak think when they come to this squad and they're just getting demolished? They're like, <laughs> did we make the wrong choice? Like, Are they talking to each other at night? They're like, hey, hey Rusnak, we come to the wrong team? <laughs> I don't know. I can't do a Rusnak uh, accent. I'm not sure how he talks. He's from you know, his, some European country. So he, what, I, I should know where he's from. What is he from? Slovakia? Yeah, right. But he, he speaks like very well, right? It's not a thick accent or anything. You can, I guess, attribute that to being in the Man City Academy or whatnot. But yeah, I just, I kept thinking to myself, Please don't go. Like, don't just be like, whatever. Like, I'll pay you out my contract. Like, just be done. Let me go. Um, because I can only imagine that it's very frustrating that you're coming to a new league that you're trying to figure out. And then you get a new coach three games in. And you're still trying to figure out the league. And you're trying to figure out the system and the team. And you're trying to figure out the weird culture that is Utah. Does it just and seem then... like things are going down around him? He's like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> this coach brought me on. He's gone. Like, yeah. Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Well, Although I, I, I'll just say this. He we looks won't like dive a into Utah, dude. He looks like he's just, he's just a heterosexual, metrosexual Mormon kid. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah he looks for sure. like a, he looks like a hipster kid that goes to UVU, you know, just dressing all fancy. <laughs> His tight just pants. <laughs> that's him for sure wearing those, for sure. wearing those stand sacks well you know he couldn't he couldn't live up to the he couldn't live up to the 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 high chastity bar set at byu so he 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 deferred to uvu you know what i mean yeah well i still wanted to be close but not that close right 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 the part <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh. oh, I don't even know. I, maybe he goes to USU. Maybe he's maybe that's the climate he's used to. I don't know how cold Slovakia gets. Um, I'm assuming. I don't know. I don't know where we've gone. But anyway, um, let's talk We're about. Back. <laughs> Welcome to Royal Blue FC Pod. We're back. 
<laughs> so anyway, uh, Ramondo's back in net. Obviously, uh, we took a little bit of a beating um, the week or, or, or the Wednesday prior in open cup, but Ramondo wasn't wasn't um, between the pipes for us that game. Romano had a quiet night, one save, wasn't called on to do much, which is okay. I, I'm okay with that. He didn't make any huge mistakes. I'm realizing how old the guy's getting. Um, yeah, I think they said he turns 38, right? Same yeah, day of the right, game. Right. Jeez Louise. We got to figure something out. But I like him. I mean, good for you. Beltran, glad he's been back the past couple weeks because um, right back has been just a disaster. I'll, I'll tell you what. As much as I love Chris Winger and as great as a leader as I think he is, he, he's he's slow. He's slow. Yeah, he's lost a step. I think they said he had just recently turned 35 or was going to or something like that. Um, you know, and again, you're saying 35, 38. There's, you know, a couple years difference there. But obviously the difference is all well, the, goalie, the running and the mobility that you, right. you put in as a defender. Right. And I almost think those goalies, I mean, you can have – you can be older and still be a successful goalie, but once you hit that age and you're playing any other position, I think it's 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 much more difficult. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I, I agree as well. I think it, I think it's still good to have Chris Winger. I think he's a solid option for backup, but just right. not somebody that you want consistently playing. But I think he does bring a, a good calmness and good veteran leadership into that locker room. Right. Right. Um, I, yeah. And so I, I, that's, that's been good. That's been, it's good. Been, it's been good to have winger on the squad. I just don't like him starting. Um, <laughs> and so let's talk about something. Our, our center back pairing to start the game is Aaron Mond and Justin glad, Justin glad coming back from injury and from playing in the under 20 world cup. So he was injured at the beginning of the season and then was able to play <clears throat> with the under twenties and play really well. There were many that argued he was one of the best U.S. players on the field over the tournament. Um, and he he played fantastic. But what I do want to bring up, and I don't think was mentioned at all, Chris Schuler was absent of the 18. I don't know. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw on the on the on the broadcast if anyone talked about that. I don't think I remember anybody talking about that. Um I mean I was completely I was completely stoned the whole time. So I mean I could have missed it. <laughs> Oh my gosh! I'm just kidding. Obviously, <laughs> I was I was, uh, I was in a coma the whole game, so I don't know. I mean, it could have. Don't worry, he teaches been. your children. It's okay, everybody. No, <laughs> um, but not right now because it's summer break. It's summer. Um, no, right? But it, it is a little bit interesting when you look back at those those games in Texas. Uh, I it's hard I don't because like I to, see. But let's, yeah, yeah let's, I don't either. Let's 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 remember back. I still have PTSD from. Let's just those let Texas the depression games. begin. Um, <laughs> but I don't think that Schuler or Mond played well, and so I'm trying to to find what the reasoning could be for <clears throat> not only having one of them in the 18 again, but starting, and the other one not in the 18 at all. And having Horst on the bench instead, and so I'm trying to, trying to think, and I've been trying to review and look back and see those games and see have if there's searched, something I missed. Have you searched, pondered, and prayed? Have you searched, pondered, and prayed? I have searched. Okay. No, I haven't searched, but I did ponder. Okay. But I okay. didn't ponder. But I prayed, and I didn't pray. So you did none of them. Okay. Okay. I, I did none of them. Okay. That's my Fair. bad. Well, no. So my so my confusion becomes my confusion becomes this. I think Mond looked 
the worst of the two between Mond and Schuler. Obviously, both of them were just horrendous poop garbage basura like it was the worst thing i've ever seen like it was obviously it was awful there was no communication between the two of them and if there was communication was after the goal had been scored i mean it was it was it was really bad but i i still think mond looked worse schuler still Mm -hmm. and maybe because of his physicality schuler still seemed more of a presence there and so that's what was surprising to me and maybe and maybe pedkey relies on and goes back to mon and glad because they were so successful for quite some time last year yeah and and they know each other you know what i mean but it's still it goes back to like you were saying why is schuler not even dressing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so i I don't know i mean we may never know i mean we we may never see schuler again but if i search ponder and pray you might get an answer i'm not gonna promise anything but you know what i mean but anyway, yeah. uh, Danilo Acosta played great at left back. Um, so again, that's that's another <clears throat> another thing that we were saying. We're because I kept hearing like, and I, I almost think it was Brian Dunst that was saying like, "Yeah, this is the first time we've got, you know, he's got all of his options here." And it's like, well, we're still missing Demar Phillips, and we're missing Rusnak. So there's still a couple people that are missing. What, mm-hmm. what happened with Phillips? I, do you have any idea? I have no idea what's going on. Um, I, I thought he was injured. That's what I thought too. So that, why are they making the claim that like, oh, we've got everyone? It's like, no, we don't have everyone. I don't know. Well, because he was injured, and you had um, Sonny that had you know pulled a hammy or something a day or two before in practice, and so maybe just more options. I guess maybe right. it's just you know talking about the the U twenty, the four of them coming back and and really being involved there and active in that. Right. Right. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> okay. Well. In in the end, I think Danilo Costa played played great. I think I don't know. I'm 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 excited about him. I don't think he had to. He's still young, so there's still some things that happen that 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 you, an experienced left back wouldn't have happened or an experienced defender wouldn't allow. Um, and I think some of that has to do with he plays with so much energy that sometimes he can over he can make a step in or stab for the ball and then he's beat because he you know, should have been playing the position better. But I overall, I think he played fine. I think he played fine. I have no complaints. Yeah, I think it was a solid game for the back four in general. Right. Um, You know, seemed to play more cohesively. And again, you're... It's weird that, like, the thing that helps cement your back line are, like, 20-year-old kids. It just seems odd to me. But that's that's really what it is, right? Justin Glad comes back and things improve and they work out better. Yeah. Uh, Danilo Costa is playing there on that left side and things improve and get a little bit better. And so it's just interesting to see that, that that's what it is. So it's a good sign because you know that you have, you know, that capability, uh, from players so young. Uh, but at the same time, it's worrisome, uh, when they're gone and you're relying on supposed veterans to, to fill in for the young guys. And, and, in, and but in the end, I think it's, it's almost like we saw you know, four years ago, five years ago, when did we make the final run against Casey? Was that 2013? 2013. So we talk about at that point, we're already saying to ourselves, like, I don't know how many years we have with this group. And we still have a few of those people from that group. You know what I mean? We still have a few of those players. Mm-hmm. And, and so I think it is good that we have gotten younger. And I think that'll help us in the future, but it doesn't, 
in some terms. I mean, it has been solid now, but I mean, I I would not be half surprised if we lost eight to one on Saturday this coming Saturday. You know what I mean? Like it wouldn't like just just our way we've been playing. It's just kind of like, oh, well, yeah, I guess. You know what I mean? So I I think in the in the long term in the long run. I think having these young guys is going to help us, but obviously we're going, we are going to get results that are just playing out because of the youth and because we have such young, such a young squad. Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's what I think. It might not be true. Maybe completely wrong. We'll never know. We'll never know. know. So Mulholland plays. I guess Sonny is also kind of hurt. Gosh, see, this is all the people that are just hurt. (laughs) (laughs) We've got a full squad. No, uh, Sonny was also not there. Mulholland played well. And you know what Mulholland does? And I think I I, I really like Luke for this. He gives 110%. Sometimes his 110% means he passes it to nobody. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Or Usually that's a, what or, it means. Or he, or he takes a shot that just goes, you know, 50 rows up into the stands. But mm-hmm. he played well, and I, he recovered well. He defended well. I like his, uh, you know, he'll do it a couple a couple times a game where he'll he'll intercept a pass by just, you know, sliding into it um, and making that kind of effort that you don't see from a lot of other players. And he's able to get up into the attack and help out. He had actually a really great shot. Um, that Shuttleworth was able to to save. That we had a couple of really good shots. We actually had twenty nine shots altogether, which is good. You know what I mean. And stats stats don't tell everything, but if you have twenty nine shots, nine on frame, you're you're at least doing something right. Or the mm-hmm. other team is the worst team in the league, which that might or have been both. what happened. <laughs> or both. <laughs> Correct. You know what I mean? So I, I I don't know. I don't know if that tells that tells a ton. Uh, yeah, well, I think I think have. even just looking at it and watching it, it looked for the first time like a complete performance. It seemed like things right. were clicking, except for that just final final touch. Um, because again, like you say, Shuttleworth had some excellent excellent saves. Uh, I think do we hit the post once? Yeah, Sabarino, Sabarino, I think hit hit it once or twice, or, or I don't. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know what I mean. And so we had our chances, and we were creating well. And I think that's a good sign. You just want to see that, obviously, continuing a game against a team not named Minnesota. Right, right. Uh, you're 100 percent right. So I think you know we had our chances, and and what I didn't, what I did like is we got ourselves into some dangerous positions, and there were a couple of times where either Plata or Savarino or Silva are in a position to take a shot or make a pass and you have Lennon wide open and they choose to take the shot. And I'm actually okay with that. I'm not, it shows their, it shows their confidence or at least that they're willing to, to try something. I do think though, that at least one of those passes has to get to Lennon. It almost felt like, Silva, Savarino, and Plata were all connecting really well. And this might not be true. This might have just been how I perceived it. But it seemed like those three were connecting and making runs off of each other. And Lennon was was kind of disconnected from those three guys. He was, you know, adding service, and he was crossing the ball into the box. 
but it just didn't seem like he was one of those connecting well with them. I don't know if that's what you saw. That's just what, how I felt. I don't know. I don't know. That could be completely off. It's always important to acknowledge how you feel and to use I statements. So you've done well. I'm proud of you. Um, uh, how much is that going to cost? I don't know. How much will you give me? Uh, nothing. Okay. Then it's free of charge. <laughs> yeah, um good. Right. No, but I, I agree. I think there was some of that going on, right? It seemed like there were some connections and things like that. And that's good, right? You really want to see that um, that familiarity with one another uh, and being able to be comfortable with one another, kind of knowing where each other are without having to like physically look and see every single time and, and just right. have a natural feel to it. And so that's good. Uh, but you do obviously want to involve all of your wingers and key pieces involved in that. Uh, I think sometimes because maybe they were just looking for each other, at least I noticed it seemed like throughout the game, a lot of times, you know, Lennon or somebody would have the ball out on the wing and there at times there just weren't any options in the box. Right. And I don't know if that was because they were looking for their certain key pieces or, you know, trying to trail behind whatever it was, but it seemed like the result of that was that, Lennon or somebody would have the ball and they'd have nobody to to cross it to right yep yep I, I agree so I don't know I don't know I guess I guess time will tell on that and I think it'll be interesting it sounds like we may have Roosnock back Saturday I don't know what that does to our lineup I, I think I think that pushes I think that pushes Lennon off I don't and that's hard that's hard for me to say I mean and you know what's crazy friggin' Lennon's 19 years old and I am hesitating. Like if I'm Mike Pedkey, I don't know. Actually, if I'm Mike Pedkey, I bench Plata. And I'll tell you what, he had a better game this last game than he has in a while. But that's because Silva and Savarino were looking for him and trying to set him up. And obviously Plata was making runs off of him. But he had help. And I, I think they made <laughs> him look better than he actually was because the standout out of those three, out of our attacking four, Lennon, Savarino, Plata, and Silva... Savarino was the standout. I don't know. I think the kid, I am very impressed with him. And I am very impressed with what he tries to do. I think he's, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for him. I hope we keep him. I hope we keep him for a long time. Ugh, I wish we could keep him for a long time. You, you, it's, I sense some doubt. Just a little bit. Okay. Okay. Wow. Well. Doubt your doubts before you doubt your faith. You know what I mean? No. Okay. Well, I'll move on. I'll move. So, so, so we play. We we play well for all intents and purposes. I, I we don't score the first half. Second half, we then. I like how Pedke does this because Jeff Kassar never did this. He makes aggressive um, substitutions, and that's something we never saw with Jeff Kassar. And so I do appreciate that. He he takes out Danilo Acosta for um, and he puts in Sebastian Salcedo. Now that's in the first substitution. The first substitution is in the 70th minute when uh, Pedke brings on Yuram of Sissian for Luis Silva, which I think is a good move. Um, but then he again takes off his left back and puts in Salcedo to to bring more something more attacking into, into the game. Um, and then, obviously, after we go up 1-0, uh, 
winger goes in for Plata, so we replace it with when we go back to having four in the back, and I think that's a good move. But let's talk about Yuram of Sissian. He did not play well. I don't think he played better than he's been playing. I think he's been average at best. Oh How- yeah, average is putting it politely. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he's played well. He 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 totally whiffed on one. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think he can. I, the crazy thing is, is Luis Silva is not a friggin' target striker. No, and no. that's that's what we, all we have. Like that's that's where we're at. That is where we are at with our squad right now. It's like okay, well, Luis Silva and Luis Silva is playing better than him at that position. Now let's talk about. Yuram Ossissian scored. Great. And I think that, and I'm, I'm glad he, he scored, but let's talk about the goal. 50 million people, everyone in the box for Real Salt Lake is calling for a handball, including him. No one is even looking at the ball. Mm-hmm. And then what ends up happening is Shuttleworth kind of just fumbles the ball out. Mosissian looks down. The ball's right there. He's like three yards out and is just able to finish it. Like my five-year-old daughter finishes that. Maybe not because she kicks it straight at the goalie. But like, <laughs> all I'm saying is like, it's not a great, it's not a great goal. And I hate, I hate. I'm only doing this. I'm only reacting this way to the goal because of his reaction to the goal. You know what I mean? Like, if Masician doesn't yeah. act like that is the greatest thing and they ever happened, and he's, you know, he's, he's shing the either Pedkey. I'm assuming it's Pedkey. Even if he's if he's making that it's gesture, probably to the us. We haven't talked about him for a while, though, so I'm sure he wouldn't. He wouldn't know. He is. He does listen to the pod, though. I I do know that for a fact. Um, but regardless, I mean, he's not. Even if that's even if you know what I mean, you just don't make that gesture. I it just doesn't make any no. sense to me. It doesn't make any sense to me because it's like if you do something great and amazing and score a great goal, maybe a screamer from outside the 18 or even. You know, you fight for, you You know, you get a tough header um, off of a corner. I think that's great and all, but this, that goal isn't one you celebrate like that. No. And I don't think even, even if there is frustration there like that, uh, that's just not the type of attitude mentality that you want to bring to like your team in your locker room. Absolutely. That not. like, I'm so awesome. Look at me. Like, you know, I scored a goal from a yard out. And then to be able to react like that after the goal, right? I'd be really, really interested to see uh, if he's a on breakdown. our team after July. Well, that as well. We can talk but, about that in a little bit, but but I'd be interested to see a breakdown of strikers in the league making as much money as he is, and how many goals they have on the season already. Um, right. Because we're looking at him. I think they said he has what four or five, and we're like. We're like into June now, and one of those was that sitter. Another one was a PK in New York, I think it was. And so you've got, what, two, maybe three goals in the run of play? Right. And you're making that kind of money? I mean, that's just to be able to have the audacity to celebrate like that after just a a goal that anybody can score. Again, anybody. um, And the almost scored itself. And then to have the audacity to be able to celebrate like that when you've played so poorly, it's just, I don't know, just mind boggling. Right. And I think it's frustrating as a fan. It's frustrating as a fan just to think, I don't know. 
it's hard for me because the the team is the star and then it's been that's been the mantra for a while and even with pet key coming on i still feel like i still feel that pull you know what i mean for yeah the team is the star you know what i mean but mm-hmm. that the way he acts he doesn't act that way and he doesn't produce that way and when the mm-hmm. game's over did you see he just runs off he like claps a tiny bit and he goes straight to the locker room mm-hmm. patting himself on the back the whole way yeah, I, I would not be disappointed to see him go. I, I think, you know, everybody was excited to bring him back because, again, when he was first with us, he wasn't a prolific striker, right? Uh, when he was back with us in 08, 09, all that fun stuff. It's not like he was just lighting the league up, but he left. You know, he played in Europe and, and Denmark and then in Russia and, and seemed to, like, really click there. And so we brought him in, and I'm still not sure why we bought his contract out based on last year's performance, because I wasn't overly impressed at all. But for whatever reason, we did, and we bring him back, and it's just, he's just an okay-ish striker. He's not even average in my book. He's definitely not worth what you're paying him. For the amount of money you're paying him, you could bring in somebody else that would actually put goals in the back of the net. Right. Right. Well, I'm looking at it now. I just made, you know, you you said something that uh, interested me. You said, I'd be interested to look at other DPs um, in in the league and see what they're making compared to what he's making. So, I mean, the, in 2017, the Players Union, it looks like they've released, he is going to be making um, almost $2 million. So, he's making, he's making um, let me get the exact number again. I was just looking at it. Euro moves this year, $1.9 million. That is um, just asinine. So, and then you look at, but, but again, so you look at, um, Nikolic, the, the guy that's playing in Chicago, he's the leading goal scorer right now in the league. He scored 13 goals. Um, and he is making, this isn't going to make you happy. 1.9, the same amount. Less. He's making less. Not much less, but he's making a little bit less. And he has 13 goals. Maybe that, so that's one, that's one, but I mean, Jordan Morris is making $200,000. Chris Wondolowski is making $800,000. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I, I don't know. That's just crazy. I don't know. I think, I think to some extent, he needs to be pulling his weight. And I know he still is our leading scorer, but that is, that means nothing. No. Our team blows. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we, if, you know, if we had been winning a lot of games or, you know, things like that, then yeah, saying the leading score means Dude, Kubo, something. But Kubo when you've got Torres, four or five, yeah. No. Yeah. Kubo Torres is making $600,000 this year. He's scored 10 goals. I don't know. I, I, he's definitely not pulling his weight, especially when he is our only striker. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Luis Silva isn't even a striker. No, but he I don't looks even know what, I don't even much know what better. Louis, oh yeah, I don't even know what Luis Silva is. He's just something. He's, He's just, just he just is. He just he just is what he is. You know what I mean? I don't know. So I'm looking at this list and just thinking to myself, like, like goodness gracious, you've got Justin Merrim for the the I almost said Columbus Blue Jackets. Um, <laughs> I'm a hockey fan, obviously. Um, and he's making 
$328,000. He has eight goals. It just seems like there, we could be spending our money. We could get something out of, out of that $2 million. We could be getting more, a lot <laughs> more out of it. You know what I mean? And, and, and he doesn't even bring, you can't even make the argument that he brings something beyond that. You can't even make the argument that like, oh, well, you know, he really brings the guys together. Does he? Cause guess what? He's like in a fight with the head coach. Right. Yeah. Now. Yeah. Definitely doesn't bring the team together. And so it's not that if you're paying somebody that amount of money, it's for goals and it needs to be at least in the mid teens uh, at the very least, in my opinion, if you're going to be paid about 2 million a year. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, he, he, he at least at the very least needs to be in the top 20 goal scorers in the league. And he's not there. I don't <laughs> think he's in the top. I'm looking at this list right now. Um, Yeah, he's not in the t top 40. Maybe top 40. He's definitely not in the not top 30. So, so I, I, and we're paying him $2 million. Like it's, that's crazy. That's just crazy. So that's my, that's my, that's my little rant right now. And I mean, we, we're going to have the window open in July. And I think he's one that's got to go. I almost even think Plata may need to go unless his attitude changes as well. Mm hmm. Um, but let's 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 talk real quick a little bit more. I don't want to beat this to death. But Pecky said after the game, this is a quote. I told him this. He's talking about Yura. Um, he said, "I told him there's nothing more that I would want than for you to come off the bench and score, and for you to come into the office the next day and tell me, go you know what yourself. Um, I would want nothing more. I hope he comes in tomorrow, slams the door, and tells me. And I think Pecky. What I like about Pecky is, and he had a little spat, and they talk about it a lot with. Thierry Henry and I like I like that he's he wants results and I don't think Jeff Kassar was able to have these kind of conversations with people mm -mm. no no I don't think he could either and I think I wonder if maybe that was part of the problem right. and why they decided to finally let him go just you know the few short three games into the season but it, it seems like you know, Mike Petke is willing to uh, you know, call out anybody that he needs to, you know, and, and he's very direct about it and he's more open about it in the press with those issues right. than traditionally you see uh, with coaches here. Uh, and, and it may be a little bit different. You know, the press here in, in Utah tends to be more friendly than other places. Uh, but I think I it's think good. So too. Uh, yeah. I think from a fan base perspective, it's good. I think from a media perspective, it's good to be able to see that that passion and that fire that, that he's, you know, doing what he can and that he's not afraid to call anybody out if they need to be. Right. And we need to be held accountable. And I think, and I think we've talked about this before. I think Jeff Kassar made a great assistant head coach mm -hmm. in that you can be that guy. You don't have to be the bad guy's assistant coach. You can just be the guy that's motivating, that's there to try to help you out and practice um, and kind of give you direction and motivation, but isn't the heavy and the head coach, but the head coach has to be. And, and hopefully I guess it comes, I guess a good question if we did, you know, we're not doing it today, but if we did our odds are segment, what are the odds that Yura starts on Saturday because of that goal? Because honestly, if I'm the head coach, I don't think he starts. I you did I what I do wanted it based you, off that goal. Yeah, no. you did what you want. I wanted you to do, but in reality, you did and do much, and you did it didn't require much effort, and you didn't really. 
like the bulk of his half an hour performance, 20 minute performance, I don't think demonstrates that he deserves it at all. Mm-mm. I don't know. See how no, I'd much rather see Silva that? start there. Yeah, yeah, and I think so. And, and Silva, at the very least, if he's not collecting with c- connecting with Lennon as much, he's at least making things happen. And and I think if we get the ball up to him, I don't feel like he's just going to be so selfish with it and do something stupid. I yeah, know. I don't know. So I uh, I guess that 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 kind of covers. I don't know if there's anything else you want to talk about. Um, about the game. I don't know if there's anything you want to cover beyond that. No, I think that about sums it up. It, it was overall, it was a, a fun, excuse me. It was a fun game to watch because I felt like things were finally clicking. We were playing well. Right. And at the same time, frustrating because I felt like we might not be rewarded for finally clicking and playing well. Yeah. Yeah. And sure. so it's good to get the goal. Hey, obviously the celebration as we've talked about, but it was at least good to be rewarded for, for playing well and to be reinforced for that. So that was good. Right. Right. hundred percent. Well, we've got a game this next Saturday against San Jose in San Jose. It's a late one, eight 30. Um, do you have any predictions for that? I, San Jose is not playing well either. However, if we, they've played one less game than us. If we beat them, we will then be tied with them. In the standings, they would win the tiebreaker because of games played. Um, so I don't. But I mean, the cra- the crazy thing is, is we've played so poorly, mm-hmm. yet we're three points out of a playoff spot. Yeah, yeah, it's mind boggling. This year, it, it really does seem like the West is a, is maybe a weaker conference than yes. it's traditionally been, which is just mind-blowing because just for years and years and years the west has been as such such a stronger uh division half whatever you may call conference. it conference conference count um and so it's been interesting but but i agree you know that's that's the reality of it and it'll work in our favor if we can start getting some results here uh but it'll take that you know and it'll start with continuing trying to continue our run of form from the game of Minnesota and San Jose, I I'd like to hope that we could at least pull out a, you know, maybe a one nothing or something like that. Traditionally, we seem to play well in San Jose. We've started a few games, uh, started our first game of the season a few times there and seem to do really well. And so hopefully we can continue that. Um, But it'll be interesting to see if they come out with the same intensity that they had, or if they relax a little bit, feeling like some of the pressure's gone. And I, I hope that they don't. I hope that they come out, uh, you know, raring to go. Right. And I guess we'll, we'll, we'll be able to see that. And one last thing on that then, are, are we both in agreement that, that uh, Yura doesn't start? Like it, Probably in, at least in agreement on that we, we hope he doesn't. Right. Um, or think he shouldn't. I, I don't know, though. I, I really don't know what they'll do maybe give him a run out the first half and if nothing happens you swap him out uh, I don't know I really don't know what you do I would hope not I wouldn't what about so if Roos, if we have Roos knocked back what do you do what do you do because I told I, I shared what I would do and I would put I would put Savarino in 
at left wing. And then, gosh, and that sucks because again, Plata is our, is he still our DP or do we pay him down? Uh, we paid him down. He's still one of the highest paid players on the team. Correct. Like, and he, let me look at his, uh, yeah, we bought him down a ton cause he's only going to make 400,000 this year. Um, regardless, I, 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 I think that's hard, but I still think I put Savarino over him. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know how you do that. I don't know if you still try and do your front three with Plata, hopefully Silva and Lennon, and then you try and stick Savarino and Rusnak in and kind of have them playing behind kind of, you know, one towards the left, one towards the right. Right. Um, and kind of just leave Kyle Beckerman to do his traditional, like he did in the diamond, just sit and protect the back four all by himself. I I don't know. I just, my fear is I don't know if Kyle Beckerman has the legs to cover all of that ground on his own in front of the back four. I, I definitely think he obviously has the skill and he has, you know, the soccer smarts to try and position himself well, but it, it's, it would be hard to not reward Sovereigno for how well he played in that game against Minnesota by starting and playing right. on Saturday. Right. So I guess we'll see. Um, that game's at 8.30 on Saturday in Avaya Stadium. Now, for those of you who are listening, I don't know if anyone's still listening, that did not like the footy rock star segment and thought we were getting too silly, well, guess what? We're still friggin' doing it. We just changed it to the end of the pod so that you could listen and get all your soccer out of the way, and then we'll go to the silliness here at the end. So, footy rock stars. Um, I, we didn't even make a shout out to Ryan Bohm today. He didn't. Does he have to fact check anything today? I don't know. Probably the whole podcast. <laughs> fact checks our existence. Uh, yep. <laughs> this is this is a, a disgrace. Um, no, but so we, we have this, the segment footy rock stars, footy rock stars in which we choose two players and we talk about what, what band or musician they would be, or, or they are, what they represent. So we'll start out. We've got two Luke Mulholland. Um, and this one we thought about for a little bit, but Devin, I will let you have the honors. Devin came up with, I think a fitting a fitting rock band. Uh, yeah. So first thing I thought of was Oasis. Um, <laughs> they're so stupid. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. So like they've got the one song from the what mid to late nineties that people are familiar with and know. It's uh, uh, it's called uh, gosh dang it. It's called. Um, dang you can it, just feel... sing it. Just go yeah. for it. And then maybe you're gonna be the <laughs> one that saves me. And I think it's called. It's Wonderwall. Wonderwall. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it. Wonderwall. Backbeat. The word is on the street that the fire in your heart is out. I'm sure you've heard it all before, but you never really had it out. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. There are blinding There are many things that I 
Yeah, uh, but I heard thought of like like that's I thought of Luke. That song just popped into my head. I don't know if it's you know the whole English connection, whatever it may be. Right. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that that, that perfectly sums up Luke. He's um, a one hit wonder. Yeah. Luke's a one hit wonder. <laughs> Game after game after game. Game after game. He has one great play followed just up maybe. by just sadness and English self-loathing. You know what I mean? Just Wonderwall. You know what I mean? Just Wonderwall. I'm sure they have other songs that were good. I mean, they're still friggin' together. I Well, maybe they're not. I have no idea. I mean, not that I followed Oasis at all. All I know that is Oasis puts on this big festival well, they did for a really long time, like every year. And Jay-Z came to play or sing or rap or whatever he does, right? Rap, rap at it uh, this one year. And uh, and the Oasis lead singer is there and not a lot of people are singing along, I guess. And he kind of feels that people are there for Jay-Z. And he's like, you know what? And he starts swearing at the crowd. He's like, you know, F you guys. He's like, I know you guys are here for Jay-Z, blah, blah, blah. And then Jay-Z comes out, dude, with a guitar. And he starts singing Wonderwall <laughs> to like just mock Oasis. <laughs> well, anyway, that's like random. I don't even know if that's real. Like I've heard this story told to me by a couple of people, but I have no evidence of whether that's even real. But if that is for real, like Jay Z is so legit. Other than well, he, it's like, gotta be. I'm sure, hundred percent real. Everything he it's gotta real. be. No fake news. Otherwise, here. it wouldn't line up with Luke. So, listen, Ryan Bohm can fact check that all day. Now, let's yeah. get let's move on to the other one, which you you also came up with, which was spot on. This was incredible, <laughs> and I think this one's better than the last one. Joao Plata. And at first, you know, we were thinking like, you know, salsa music, and that was too easy. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, just pick some random, um, South American salsa artist or or Mexican salsa artist or Spanish salsa artist or just you know there's there's salsa uh, artist <laughs> there's Mark <laughs> Anthony you know that's an easy pick um but you know we we really took put some thought into this and and Devin what was the conclusion uh we came up with Peter Jean Hernandez otherwise known as professionally Bruno Mars Bruno Mars <laughs> It's so good. And it's even better so than the fact that the guy's last name is Hernandez. <laughs> I didn't know Bruno Mars' last name was Hernandez. Give me your, give me your, give me your attention, baby. I gotta tell you a little something about yourself. You're one of our flawless, ooh, you a sexy lady. But you walk around here like you wanna be someone. Let's explain. Let's explain. I he's short. Bruno Mars is not a tall man. Neither is Joel Plata. And that <laughs> And that's it. That's, that's all the it. connections. So so I mean they're 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 flashy, both of them. They both dress well. 
I bet their both of their Snapchats are basically identical. Oh, they've got to be. <laughs> I, I'm sure they drive the same Mustang. Oh, yeah, same. What is it, red Mustang? Yeah, just the bright red Mustang. I'm sure they're both best friends with a skinny South American that's not that good at soccer. <laughs> got to be. Got to uh, be twinners. Anyways. Twinning. They're twinning. I believe that's tw- the phrase. They're twinning. The youths news. Youths you, use nowadays. The, the street youths. Street youths. The street youths. Street youths. Um, anyway, I that was spot on. I think that was awesome. That was awesome. I, lo- I love the pick. I love the pick. Um, there's there's our footy rock star segment there. Um, I hope you liked it. Um, I don't know what that is. Well, great. I don't, I don't know if we have anything else to say to do. We do we. What do we even do? I don't even know what we do. Um, that's all, folks. Is that what we say? I think so. I don't know. It's been a long, long time, huh? Long time. We it's been a long time. Yeah, we haven't done this in a while, and that's weird. Yeah, you know what especially I mean? me. It's been a long, long time. So I guess we end this by saying, love you, long Tim. Peace Indeed. be the journey. Good luck, Walby, counting on you. Make sure you listen up next week. Watch the game. We're here for RSL. And uh, what do you got to say, Devin? That's it. And that's it. That's all she wrote. Uh, hashtag pray for Carson. Hopefully he can make it next week and remember his charger for his computer. Um, that's or it. not. I mean, not. it's up to you guys. <laughs> 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 All right. Love you, Long Tim. Long Tim. Bye.